Never underestimate the power of making an athlete smile when they are in pain. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Alexander Thomason and I am back with yet another podcast for Ask Allie, the athletic trainer. The question I will be answering today is what skills are necessary as an athletic trainer? And I think if you ask 10 athletic trainers, you're going to come back with possibly five or six different answers. So this is just based off of my opinion and Based off that opinion, the first skill necessary as an athletic trainer, first and foremost, I think is communication skills. There are so many people I communicate with on a daily basis, such as administrators, patients, parents, coaches, teachers, the school nurse, athletic directors, and any other healthcare professionals on the patient's care team. Effective communication is key when it comes to continuity of care, returning a patient back to play as fast as possible, truly understanding what a patient is saying, as well as keeping that patient safe. The second skill is active listening, which goes actually hand in hand with communication because we are constantly speaking with athletes and parents. And especially during an injury evaluation, you want to show the patient that you truly care by your body language, by your eye contact, by nodding your head along. So it reassures them that you are actually listening. All of these things actually make a big impact. Um, on your communication. So there's actually this crazy statistic that states that during face-to-face conversation, 55% is nonverbal and displayed by your body language. So if you're not engaged or if you're not interested in a conversation, the patient or whoever you are speaking with is definitely going to know it. So being conscious of how do I look to this person during this conversation is really important. I think another major part of active listening during an injury evaluation is not listening to respond, but listening to understand the patient's main concerns. Um, As an athletic trainer, it's really easy to, as the patient starts telling me signs, or I mean, the patient starts telling me symptoms and I'm looking for signs, it's really easy to jump to conclusions based on injury patterns that I've seen in the past when I could totally be off and, you know, jumping to conclusions and misreading actually what's going on. So this is actually important if it is the first ever encounter that you're having with a specific patient, um, especially if they've never been hurt before. So they've never come to you before. And during this, your first impression is going to matter to that patient. So When you show a patient you truly care by actively listening and asking important follow-up questions to gather more information, they are more likely to trust you and be open and honest with you. The third skill, in my opinion, would be a sense of humor. Like I said in my opener, never underestimate the power of making a patient laugh or making a patient smile in difficult times because you might be the person they look forward to speaking with after that on a daily basis or that person they go to to get advice or lighten the mood um, and make scary situations seem not so bad. This is where patience and composure also comes into play. 
as an athletic trainer, you have to be able to hold it together in stressful and scary situations. Stressing this right here, especially when a patient's life might be on the line. The fourth skill would be empathy and compassion. I'm going to combine these two for this skill. This skill is really important when you're delivering bad news to a patient or a parent, such as ending their season or ending their senior season early. It is also crucial when a patient is possibly crying or in so much pain that they're in tears. Um, so showing compassion for their situation and really attempting to, again, listen to understand and being that shoulder they can cry on. Um, is really reassuring for that patient. An athletic trainer per se who is heartless or lacking empathy in a conversation or a difficult time when the patient is coming to confide in you would be someone the patient will never fully open up to. Um, and they might even potentially lie to that athletic trainer. And that's obviously not what we want um, in creating a safe space for patients. The fifth skill is the ability to perform well under pressure. I want to stress this, um, whether it's an injury on the field or a medical emergency on the court in the middle of a game, all eyes are on you. And I know that is really um, kind of frightening to, to think about that everybody is watching you, but it's kind of true. Um, and depending on the the severity of the situation, you have to act fast to the best of your knowledge and abilities, especially when activating EMS and stabilizing your patient until they arrive. You have to know what to do next, depending on the signs or the symptoms that the patient um, is showing you. So moving into the sixth skill, I think that the sixth skill would be critical thinking and problem solving. Um, because there have been multiple occasions where I've had to come up with a creative solution to solve a problem using supplies or other equipment or even thinking of quick solutions to problems right on my feet. Like you might be starting to understand that athletic trainers have to think quickly on their toes um, and super fast in cases of emergency. The seventh skill um, to, needed to be an athletic trainer is time management skills. This kind of depends on your setting and the hours that you work. I'm currently a full-time student at ISU in the Doctor of Athletic Training program, plus I'm working full-time. So time management is really important for me in order to get my assignments done and submitted on time in order to fulfill graduation requirements, but also so I can show up as my absolute best self each day for the patients I treat and give them 100% um, where I'm not preoccupied thinking about other things. The final skill to that athletic trainers need is leadership skills. You might be thinking, okay, in every profession, Everybody is going to need to show leadership in some way, but leadership can actually mean many different things, whether 
it is holding your ground on a medical decision as an athletic trainer or being a supervisor and managing other athletic trainers, it is important to identify your leadership style and your core values to effectively lead others and prioritize the human beings you work with first and foremost, not the quality of work. And If you want to learn more about leadership and you're interested in the topic of leadership, I suggest that you read Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek or Radical Candor by Kim Scott because these two books significantly help me understand what being a leader really means and what it really is and how to make an impact on everyone around you. So to wrap up, in conclusion, there are a lot of skills necessary to be a successful athletic trainer, and I think that some of them even come with time and experience. If you ask other athletic trainers, like I said, they might have other skills that I didn't even think of. So all in all, I hope this helped some of you who are debating and considering being an athletic trainer in the future. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at any time. My email is listed underneath this episode, and I would be happy to answer them via email or even in another podcast session, because soon I will be looking for more podcast questions. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode on my podcast. Make it a great week. See ya.